Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. And it's another day for the Smith and Rowland podcast to come to you and to thrill you and enthrall you with our intelligence and brilliance that is unmatched around the world. So we say to you, Hello, world. Now, Alan Smith. I just get caught up in your introduction. We do know we have people that listen to us and do the introduction, then they cut it off. That's exactly. I met such a person the other day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That they just like our introduction. And the only downside to the introduction is people have to be reminded of it daily. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It is true. There are are those who listen just for the introduction. Then there are those who say when the introduction comes on, just give them a minute and then they'll start. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta brag on yourself. That's a sign of a good humility. Listen, we had a question. You know, mm-hmm. we did a podcast, Jeff, on amillennialism, and right. we did a actually we did a three part part one, two, and three. Yeah, we titled it, I guess, a little heavy handedly, but we titled it the heresy of amillennialism, which I believe is true. And Yes, of course we do. But you know, I'm a the lo- I have love in my heart. Yeah, you're a peace loving uh, for guy. for all. I'm a peace loving man. And uh, <laughs> see, <laughs> I, I mean, you I went, went right into my see, introduction. I don't. Know I know, why. but I see, I can't do the introductions. That's the reason I want to let you do them because I always end up about ready to throw it up. <laughs> and, and and somehow you can make it through it. So you're definitely the man for the job. <laughs> we did one titled it "The Heresy of All Millennialism." Yeah, and which I and it had three parts to it so we we got into it a little bit about neck deep we got into it pretty good we tried to show several sides of the argument if you will understanding of the millennial reign of christ and i think it's a good discussions there you might go back it was just like a week ago or so yeah we also are now putting our podcast on youtube we've had a big demand of our youtube listeners wanting our podcast put on there so we contacted all two of them and said okay <laughs> and uh that's right <laughs> i think there's a couple more than that but anyway let me uh read and we love uh responses that are left on youtube and spotify and wherever else you might find the Smith and Roland show. And I might add, you can find Smith and Roland on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, Vimeo for your Spotify. video. Vi- and that's for your video needs. Oh, yeah. For video. your podcast, yeah. you go Spotify, Podbean, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Audible, iHeart, and Player FM. So if you go to the front of our Kingdom Prophetic Society, web page you can see where you can follow us there right on the top or if you pull uh, our web page jeff up on your phone the first screen that you'll view is where you can follow us for those that would like to know where all you we can be followed so in light of that we would love for people to go to kingdom prophetic society.org and love you to join our little community if you'd like to yes we have different believers around the world actually are part of this little society we call it but one of our our faithful listeners here on YouTube podcast said good teaching overall. Well, that's good. Two questions. Number one, is the COVID jab the mark of the beast? 
And the second question is, and is Daniel 9.27 talking about Christ or the Antichrist? I think it's a very good, both of those questions, Jeff, are very good. And first one was, is the COVID jab a mark of the beast? My little two cents on that, Jeff, is probably not the mark of the beast, but it is preparing us for it. There's no doubt. Here's, it's getting here's, us uh, desensitized. So I think what our reader or our listener here was what they're sensing and what they're feeling is it does feel a little bit like the, an Antichrist move. And I think it's trying to desensitize humankind. So when the mark gets fully gets here, it'll be taken. I believe that. Percent. Okay. Revelation 13, 18 talks about the mark of the beast. I want to go back to a conversation you, you and I were having before we started today that I think is significantly important to the framework of what we were doing around amillennialism. Okay, uh -huh. so here's some of the conversation we were having. Most commentaries that you read will say that Revelation 6-2 and the opening of the first seal right. is actually Jesus Christ. Now, the only way you can say that is if you deny the proper divisions of Scripture and you deny the rapture of the church. Right. So if Revelation 6-2 is Christ and not the Antichrist, then the mark of the beast of Revelation 13 would belong to Jesus Christ, not to the Antichrist. That's a good point. Very good point. So I wanted to point that out. Secondly, I would say that in retrospect to the COVID vaccine, it is not the mark of the beast. It doesn't resemble the mark of the beast, even in character. But what it does do is it lets us know that the technology exists for the mark of the beast. And it is a, in light of that, I think a forerunner to the mark of the beast. Never before in the history of the world have we arrived at a point where all of the technology exists for the fulfillments of the prophecies of Revelation 6 through 19. And it takes massive technology to fulfill those prophecies. Mm -hmm. That technology mm -hmm. is now in existence, and, and sure they is. are signs that leads us to the second coming, but not the rapture. Now, mm -hmm. I, and I'm saying this because it's it's passionately important to me that we need to get this right. Revelation 6-2 identifies the rider of a white horse, and what follows that is war, famine, pestilence, disease, natural calamities, on a scale, according to Old Testament prophets, like we have never seen before, which I think is important. We've mm -hmm. seen wars. We've seen famine. We have seen pestilence and disease. We've seen natural calamities, but not on the scale that we will see it or that will be seen during Revelation 6 through 19 in its literal fulfillment. Jesus mm -hmm. even made the same comment that this tribulation is unlike any tribulation that is passed from it, and it will mm -hmm. never happen again after it, after mm -hmm. this. Jesus made those comments. So when you come to the mark of the beast, what is important, and everybody, some people, you know, want to talk about the number 666, which I think is relevant. It's in the scriptures, and we should talk about it. I am unclear as to what the mark of the beast actually is, but we know what it represents. Without it, you can't buy or sell. 
So you are isolated from the economy of the world as a result of the mark of the beast. Those mm -hmm. that would take the book of Revelation and view it in historical narrative would have to understand that that has not happened yet. People mm -hmm. are not isolated from the economy due to a mark of some sort, but mm -hmm. that will happen yet in the future. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm saying if you take the word of God literally, then here's what we know by the COVID vaccine. It is not the mark of the beast, but it does tell us the technology does exist for the mark of the beast, and that technology is growing rapidly. Well, you know, Jeff, it, that we're going to have you know, we get into the right before the tribulation and then the great tribulation. We're going to have these diseases, you know, yeah. many diseases poured out. One relation in, in this question is the COVID jab mark of the beast. Well, the part of the relation, I think it's it's in the same spiritual narrative, yes. or the same spiritual, because we know that there's going to be a pandemic of diseases. Actually, the reason this is such a, this jab that he's speaking about here is really monumental. It's the first time that the whole globe's been shut down. So you have to say that's pretty monumental. There wasn't that much really known about this virus, but yet the fear was so widespread. Of course, you did have suffering and death too, yeah. but it was so widespread that it was of global proportion. So yeah. since it was of global proportion, then it leads you to, hey, this could be an end time marker, yeah. this virus, this uh, what's going on. So it's not too bit much of a stretch to say that this disease, this virus, since it is of global proportions, then it does enter into the realm of the book of Revelation, end times diseases. Listen, basically, Jeff, the whole world was shut down. Right. We can't escape that. And we're still feeling, you know, the impact of what happened during that shutdown. Things are still yeah. out of, you know, they talk about the, the food chain and then the different chain of events just to get things done, which also leads us into another, not to get into the topic, but on why China is wanting Taiwan back. Why is Taiwan so important right. that it would risk such a war? And it's because of the supply chain. But nonetheless, since this virus did take on a global proportions, death, sickness, you couldn't cross, you know, from border to border, airplanes are shut down. We actually had orders somewhat, I think, to stay at home, didn't we? Didn't we have what they Oh, yeah, them? absolutely. Stay yeah. at shelter home orders, yeah. shelter, shelter in place, that was it. And socially, you know, even most churches were shut down. When the churches were shut down, that doesn't seem like a God move to me. So no. anyway, everything about the virus and in this question that this listener had about the jab is at the mark of the beast. It would You don't have to stretch it far at all to say, are we entering this season of the horsemen and yeah. of the seven seals? Are we in this season, you and I? Well, you can't deny it. I don't know you and I, my and your opinion matters that much. You just can't deny the fact that we are in seeing the seasons of these four horsemen, it appears. If they're not here riding, I smell them coming. Well, the yeah, intensification of them. The intensification is what we are picking up on, what we're seeing mm -hmm. on the earth. It's the intensification of the seals, of the bowls, and even of the trumpets. All of the 21 judgments in the book of Revelation, we are seeing in spirit form and have been since the church started. We yeah, maintain 2, years. However, yeah. the literal fulfillment <clears throat> of these events is what is at task in the book of Revelation. 
It's not necessarily, it is telling us of the spirit of these things that we have been seeing, but the book of Revelation is the written record of the literal fulfillment of these things that we've been seeing for 2,000 years. And so when you get to Revelation 13 and the mark of the beast, that is something that happens in connection with his next question in the book of Daniel. And we'll get to it in a minute. But Revelation 13, the mark of the beast, is the literal fulfillment of what we've been seeing the forerunner take place all the way down through history. Right. And with the last COVID pandemic, for the first time in my lifetime, there was a global shutdown of the economy. Uh which is a byproduct of what the mark of the beast is about, not allowing you to participate in the economy without the mark. And we were dangerously close to people not being able to participate in the economy without the jab. So I Uh understand the listener's question completely. But yeah. you, we have to understand as well that if you have come to full faith in Christ and Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, you will not be here when the mark of the beast is offered. You will mm-hmm. be raptured out and will be with Christ in heaven at the Bema seat, at the judgment seat of Christ. So to say that it's the mark of the beast, I'd have to say, no, it's not. To say, is it the forerunner of the mark of the beast? I would have to say it absolutely was. And it had the same effect as the mark of the beast will have in that time, only more intensified when it is literally fulfilled. That's right. well, the- that, that's what I believe. Well, it's, yeah, and I think another relation it has to the mark of the beast is it is injected uh, into into you. So, I mean, it has a lot of similarity. It's a worldwide event. It shuts the whole world down. Something's entering our bodies through a jab. And in some sense made mandatory. And in some places, well, in a lot of places, it was mandatory, Jeff. If people were going to keep her job or we had a a big deal with our military. uh, That's right. We even had, if I'm not mistaken, we had people even thrown out of the military uh, of high high ranking. Yes, sir. That would not take it. That's right. uh, so anyway, and, I think and it's there were services big that deal. was disallowed if you didn't take it. Yeah. There was things you could not do if you had not taken the jab. So yeah. it has all of the identifiable characteristics of the mark of the beast, but it was not the mark of the beast. I would agree, even and but at the same time, just like we said, it's obvious that it does have a lot of it. Sure, but does have a feel of that, and we can see the comparisons. This uh, listener, Jeff, goes on to. Talk about Daniel 19. So I'll ask you to bring us up to speed on Daniel 19, but also he goes on to say, are they talking about Christ or the Antichrist in Daniel 9:27? I could read it here if you would like for me to. It says, uh, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause his sacrifice and oblation, or in some says abominations to cease, yeah. oblation to cease. For the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. And his question was, is that the Christ or is that the Antichrist? The Antichrist, yes. And the short answer of the question, it's Daniel 9.27 is a reference to the Antichrist. Daniel 9.24 through 27 has been talked about by others as being the most 
intriguing passage of scripture in all of the Bible. Wow. The prophecy yeah. is so accurate that the mathematical equations of this prophecy being fulfilled are infinite. In other words, it, it's almost a living proof that the word of God, this book attributed to the authorship of Daniel, Jesus even confirmed that Daniel wrote the book of Daniel. Right. However, right. the origin of Daniel's writings was from outside of our time dimension. It had to have been from the Lord. Uh -huh. But it starts, Alan, with Daniel 9, 24. He said, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up division and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. In right. that verse, that verse gives you the purpose behind the tribulation and the great tribulation. The purpose is to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal right. up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. That's the purpose behind the 70 weeks of Daniel. And then in 25, verse 25, he says, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks. Mm -hmm. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. So there is a division in this prophecy of seven weeks, of 62 weeks, and then one week. So right. you have 70 weeks. Seven weeks, or these are weeks of years. So you've got 49 years from the going forth of this commandment to the restoring of Jerusalem and the rebuilding of the walls. It was exactly 49 years from this commandment until that took place. It was exactly another 483 years or three score and two weeks until Jesus rode into Jerusalem on that very day on the donkey and was rejected and cut off by his own people. Right. When you get to Daniel 9, 26, he says, and after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end, the war desolations are determined. You and I and all of the inhabitants of the earth are living in Daniel 9, 26. This is gotcha. the interval between the 69 weeks that's already been fulfilled and the last week. We're waiting on the last week. In Daniel 9, 27, it says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, that is seven years. This is how we know that the tribulation period is a seven-year period of time that the prophet Jeremiah described as the time of Jacob's trouble. That has extreme implications when you're looking at prophecy. And here's, here's what I mean by that. The rapture of the church does not trigger the tribulation period. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. The rapture of the church does not trigger the tribulation period. The signing or the confirming of the covenant between Israel and many for one week is the trigger for the tribulation time period. And it will be exactly a seven-year period. In the middle of the week, he'll cause the sacrifice to cease. He'll go into the Holy of Holies. And Paul described it as the abomination of desolation will take place where the Antichrist will walk into the Holy of Holies and declare himself as God. So the scriptures are plain in the book of Revelation. I mean, so explicit that it couldn't be no more accurate. It couldn't be no more time sensitive. 42 months are talked about in the book of Revelation. 1260 days are talked about in the book of Revelation. All of these time frames 
divides the tribulation into two periods. It is the time of tribulation. It is also the time then of great tribulation. This division takes place when the Antichrist walks into the Holy of Holies and declares himself as God. That begins the great tribulation, the last three and a half years. The first three and a half years will be a time of relative peace, not complete peace, but relative peace. But you still have wars, famines, pestilence, disease, the martyring of saints, because many will be saved during that time period. But in the last three and a half years of the time of tribulation, you have the fulfillment taking place of all 21 judgments at one time. They're all being fulfilled, and the wrath of God is filled up until Jesus comes in Revelation 19. So Daniel 9.27 is a reference to the Antichrist, not to the Christ, which in Revelation 6.2, you cannot attribute that white horse rider to be Christ if you have the beginning of a covenant being signed that creates an abomination of desolation. It can't happen. So Revelation 6.2 has to be the Antichrist. Daniel 9.27 is the Antichrist. And it fulfills the 70 weeks of Daniel. And it's important that people understand that this prophecy is given for Israel, not for the church. Yeah, very important. I think that distinction, your last line there, is the greatest line of all Absolutely. that you had to say there, that it is that. You know, it speaks about also a des abomination of desolation. You know, it's a phrase that's used, you know, there in the book of Daniel. And it, it gives you an idea of pagan sacrifices, you know, of, yes. of calls it an abomination. You know, they were, they'll be having sacrifices in this temple, but then you'll have pagan sacrifices that will start happening in the Jewish temple. And it's called and to, an abomination. Yeah, and to coincide with what we've said before about the spirit of these things are immediately active when the word is dropped into time, and it runs all the way until its fulfillment. I think it's important to notice that these 70 weeks, it says, are determined upon thy people, uh -huh. which is the Jewish people, and upon thy holy city, which is Jerusalem. The whole Bible is about two cities, Babylon. And Jerusalem. That's right. And then in keeping with what you said about the abomination of desolation, Alan, we've seen that in history with Antichus Epiphanes when That's he went right. into the Holy of Holies and slaughtered a pig as a sacrifice and desecrated the sacrificial system of the Jews. And we've seen all of these things in spirit and in a cyclical fashion. It has continued to go and continued to go until we'll see it fulfilled in the very person of the Antichrist. So I think those those things are significantly important that we make the distinctions where they need to be made. Well, we know that this is talking about a literal happening, a literal abomination of desolation yes, yes. in this temple of tribulation period. Yeah. But we do know that we can make the application that we are, and this is where we get into uh, spiritual terminology, but we do know that we ourselves now are called the temple of God, correct? According Absolutely. To scripture. Absolutely. And so we are now the temple of God. So a question we all have to ask ourselves, we can say, oh, that booger, the Antichrist. But at the same time, we have to say, but wait a minute, there is a spiritual application here. I am the temple of the living God. That's right. And so the question that has to be 
asked, am I doing abominations in yeah. my temple of de- and creating of desolation, just like Antisthenes of when he brought in the yeah. pig and, and did yeah. his deal? How many pigs are in our temple is the question, I think, Jeff. There you we go. Have to... Now, there's another yeah. thing, Jeff, I wanted to point out here. In Daniel 9, 27, it starts off there, a covenant will be put into effect with many people for one week. Do you have any uh, commentary to add to this line? A covenant will be put into effect with many people. Of course, mm-hmm. speaking about, of course, the tribulation period, but is there the term covenant mm-hmm. is a strong word? Yes, it is. It's basically a treaty that is signed through diplomacy between a world leader that will have influence over Israel mm-hmm. and Israel's enemies. So right. and this is this is why I honestly believe that what we're seeing with the war in Israel that I believe is going to take us all the way to the rapture of the church. There's not going to be an end to this yes, conflict. Right. Let me ask you this question. With that in mind, around Israel today, unless I'm corrected, I think they're all Muslim nations. Yes. Uh, are around Israel today. Mm-hmm. And we know, so would it give us a, the appearance that this covenant or treaty will be signed with these nations around them? Because even as they're at war today with Hamas, yeah, we can see, and this could have been, and maybe still yet will be, the war of all of these nations around Israel. They have not all joined it, but they're just on one banana peel away from everybody joining the Gazans there against Israel. And mm-hmm. so this could be, if you will, the war that the Antichrist would rise up in Yes, out of one of these Muslim natures. And now I know you and I are basically of the persuasion that the Antichrist will come is a Muslim. I believe and, that. Uh, I believe it too. And so with the, the actual scene that's at Jeru- in Israel today, we could see that these nations rising up around Israel are Muslim. It would have to be a Muslim-type person that the, now you got to understand something. The Jews will probably see this Antichrist as their Messiah, and the Muslims will see him as their Mahdi. That's or Mahdi, right. Or Mahdi, which is the Muslim Messiah. So Muslim and Jews are going to agree that this Antichrist is their Messiahs. They're both going to agree on that this is the Messiah. Look how yep. dangerous it is. So this covenant or this treaty to let our listeners grab a hold of it would be probably these nations that are around Israel even today, it all lines up. Not only does it line up, but think about this, Alan. The Antichrist is going to have to have massive religious influence, which would in some way it's going to be hard for people to logically grasp, but there's a supernatural component to it. He's going to have to be some type of a hybrid Muslim, hybrid Judaizer in order okay. to bring them all together. However, I would point this out. I think he's going to he's going to lean to I'm talking about in religious ceremony. He's going to lean more toward the Islam world than he will the Judaizing world for this reason. God's going to send them strong delusion that they believe a lie. Yeah, That's yeah. going to happen. So it'll be a perversion of both, but it will be representative of more of the Islam world in order for a covenant to be reached. That's on the religious side. From the political side, he's going to have to have leadership influence in a political way with those nations in order to negotiate this treaty between Israel and other nations. Now, listen, we have seen 
in spirit form, not in literal form. We've seen in spirit form this same thing play out with presidents of the United States who have tried to broker deals between the Palestinians and the Israelis. We've seen it through President Clinton. We've even seen it through Donald Trump with the Abraham Uh Accords. Now, do we seek for peace? Absolutely, we seek for peace. And that's going to be the political policy And Daniel even uses that word concerning the Antichrist. His policy will bring about this covenant of peace between Israel and the the enemy nations that surround it. The interesting thing is there's going to have to come great conflict for a leader to rise up and say, I have the answer. I have the solution. Everyone's been looking for a solution in the Middle East since 1948, and no solution has been found. One will rise up and say, I have the solution. Be careful of that. And I would say, keep your eyes on Syria and Turkey, because I do believe that from that area will come the Antichrist. As a matter of fact, one of the names given to him was the Assyrian. That's right. So That's right. I do believe from that place, from Syria and in Turkey, one's going to rise up that says, I have the solution to peace, and he'll broker a deal. Of course, he's going to break it in the middle of the week and walk into Jerusalem and into the temple and offer himself as God. And that's when the Jews will, they're going to be partially blinded till the middle week, till the middle of the week. And when that happens, God tells the Jews at that point, when you see that happen, stop what you're doing immediately and flee to the mountains, which means that I believe their eyes will be opened at that moment. And they're going to realize they've rejected the Messiah And this is a false Christ. And many will be slaughtered as a result of that. I hate to say that, but many of the Jews will be slaughtered as a result of them rejecting the Antichrist and realizing that they have rejected the Messiah. And many will be killed. But can I tell you that those that remain all will be saved. Yeah, that's what it And said. all will see the Prince of Glory come with his body through the clouds of heaven and down to Jerusalem that's to establish right. his kingdom on the earth. And that's when Daniel's prophecy of the kingdom that's hewn out of the rock will destroy the kingdoms of the world. And Amen. his kingdom will be established on the earth. And that's just what it says. And then just go to millennial reign of Christ and take off. That's it. That's exactly All right, right, Mr. Roland, we are out of time. It's a good topic here. It talks about the jab. Is it the mark of the beast? And also Daniel nine twenty seven. Is it Christ or the Antichrist? And That's I hope right. we help our listener. His name is A-N-I-L on the email. We yep. appreciate you sending in your questions. Yep. And we sure do enjoy it. Continue Absolutely. sending them in. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Olin, say bye. Bye, Mr. Olin. <laughs> okay, see you tomorrow. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowlandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.